If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello everyone and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I'm your host, Patty Parlays. And joining me, as always, the guy of guys, the guy in the leather jacket, Connor. Connor, welcome in. How was your weekend? Oh, oh, you had to take it off because I brought it up. (laughs) Yeah, way to point it out. That one's on me. Hands up. Weekend was pretty solid. Uh, Nothing really crazy happened for me. It was just gradual increase. Still going the right direction. Hey. You're just building that bankroll until the big one hits. That's right. I love it. Love it. And joining us is the Green Goblin, the voice of God himself, Diz. Diz, how was your weekend, buddy? It was a great weekend. Your best bet for me cashed. Let's go. And uh, I'm feeling great. Good weekend. Ready for a short work week and a long weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have Friday off, Diz? I know uh, me and Connor have Friday off. I sure do, Bob. Love to see it. Love to see it. Now, before we get into tonight's slate, we have some housekeeping to go over. First off, this is our first live only, not live only, but live only on YouTube stream. So if you're wondering where we're at, maybe you're trying to watch this on Twitter, you couldn't find us, you listen to the podcast, we are only going live on YouTube from here on out. So, to make sure you don't miss that, go to YouTube.com, search Sports Betting by Dummies, filter by channel. You should see us with the black and yellow logo, and uh, that way you can make sure you don't miss a minute of it. We're trying to get to 100 subscribers so we can give everyone a unique URL, so uh, any subscribers would be lovely. Also, housekeeping notes. So with it being Thanksgiving this weekend or this week, and it's being a weird week, We are coming at you with our normal three episodes, but we're doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So there will be three episodes, and then we'll take a little bit of a break, and we'll come back at you on next Monday. Now, what's happening Wednesday? A very monumental episode. That is episode number 100 for this podcast. We are are planning a special episode special episode it's going to probably be longer than an hour it's going to be a very long episode so you will have an out so you will have an episode to (laughs) listen to when you go on your long family trips or stuff for thanksgiving or you just have extra time to listen to it throughout the weekend so it's going to be one you're not going to want to miss and i understand if you don't want to watch it live because it's going to be a long show but it's definitely going to be one you're going to want to download and listen to because it's going to be electric more than an hour can we negotiate that like hour is a hard cutoff we have like special guests or why is it going to be more than an hour can i just ask we are planning special guests we are planning to do college football football friday nba nhl the whole works on wednesday's episode Diz. wow so if you have to cut out in an hour that's fine we understand but it's going to be electric. We might be going into the wee hours of the night with that thing. I already warned Connor. This thing might go into like 3, 4 a.m. Excuse me? I, 
may, may be a stretch on that, but just just know it's going to be electric. I love you guys. I'm not doing this pod for ten hours. You're not okay. doing a you're not doing a podcastathon. Uh, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's I need okay. some more notice. I yeah. literally. <laughs> Okay, just keep it moving. I'm sorry. I was not prepared <laughs> for that. But it's going to be electric, so you guys aren't going to want to miss Wednesday's episode. All right. So we're doing today's episode a little bit differently than normal. Normally, Monday night, we focus heavy on daily fantasy and on the Monday night football game tonight. We didn't necessarily like the game tonight. It's Giants, Buccaneers. Um, so instead, we are mixing it up a little bit. We are going to talk about all the NBA games and all the NHL games. Now, there's a big factor, and that's you guys in this. Since this is a new episode format, we're trying something new. Let us know whether or not you like it or you don't like it. You can hit us up on YouTube comments section. You can tweet at us, at SportsBetByDumb. You can message us on Instagram, at SportsBetByDumb. You can text us if you know us personally. We just want to know what you guys are thinking. You like this, you don't like this, you'd rather see this. Help us out so we can help you guys out. All right. We are going to start in the NBA. There are a ton of NBA games tonight. Um, first one we got, Hornets at Wizards. The Wizards are minus four and a half, or they were at least when I did this. Um, but this, the key stats I looked at for this one, Washington 7-1 against the spread at home this season. Hornets 4-6 and six against the spread away from home. Plain and simple, I'm taking the Wizards. Connor, any uh, thoughts, comments on this one? Uh, this doesn't like how many points you're giving them. Fair, fair. This uh, is four correct. is way too many. Four and a half. Sorry. That's, if 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 he thinks four and a half is a lot, <laughs> just you wait until we get to some of these other ones. And nothing crazier than four and a half. There no, couldn't be. No, never. Um, the next one we got. Well, Diz, do you have anything on this, or you don't really watch or know NBA, so you got nothing. I don't know NBA at all, but I'm taking notes because I may have some NBA picks. So I may be listening hard, but I really have no comments at this time. Okay, perfect. Moving on. Next game, Brooklyn Nets at the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Nets are getting five and a half point, or the Nets are five and a half point favorites. They're not getting five and a half points. That is my apology. Uh, th- this has dropped quite a bit throughout the day since when I took it. When I took them for my one of my parlays, I believe I got them at minus 7.5. And, and the uh, the line movement for the NBA today has been kind of weird. It's kind of thrown me off my game a little bit, but there hasn't been any uh, updated injury notes or anything like that. But uh, anyways, uh, Cleveland's 5-3 and three ATS at home, Brooklyn 4-4 four and four ATS away, so you would think that leans Cleveland. But... Uh, Sexton for the Cavs is out for the season. That's official now. Mobley, one of their better players, is still out as well. So I'm I'm thinking taking the Nets and the points here. I agree. I also took the Nets and the points. I don't trust the Cavaliers. Yeah, it's it's hard to trust them, especially with as injury as injury as injured as they are. All right, this All right. this next one, and I think Connor, we may differ on this one. Uh, Rockets at Celtics. The Celtics are get are twelve point favorites at home. Um, yeah. As Nick said when he was on here with us, the Celtics have been one of the worst performing teams this season. Um, but the the kind of thing that's really worried me about this one is Jalen Brown. It should be returning tonight for the Celtics. He's one of their top players. 
Um, Celtics three and four ATS at home. The Rockets surprisingly have been are five four and one against the spread away. So that that makes me lean kind of Rockets, and I think twelve is too many points. Certified cover boy here. I am taking uh, the Rockets and the points. Oh, you fool! I know. You're a fool. I know. I know. The Rockets are possibly the worst team in the league. I know. The Celtics are gaining people back. What are you doing? I know. This this might be the one that really kind of screws me and hurts me tonight. But uh, I'm I'm taking the points, man. 12's a lot. It is a lot. Pat, I have action on this game, too. I'll just let that be a subtle tease. Oh, so you're not even gonna tell us what you got on this one. You're just gonna you're just gonna leave us hanging in the dust here. I gotta save my bullets. I don't have a lot of ammo for this pod, so I gotta save my bullets. <laughs> I love it. Love it. But Connor, are you taking Celtics? I am. Okay, okay. I I, I can't argue with you. I mean I don't I don't have a great argument oh, against ahead. it. No, I go don't ahead. I don't have a great argument against <laughs> it, unfortunately. But uh the next one, another big line. The Oklahoma City Thunder at the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks are 12-point favorites. So same line as the Rockets-Celtics game. Uh, th- this was one I really, really struggled with. Um, but SGA is questionable for the uh, the Thunder. That's a shy something Alexander. I don't remember what the G stands for, but uh, he is basically Jay there. Gilges? Yeah, there you go. Nailed it. Good job, Jays. Way, way to contribute. Yes, sir. Uh, he is basically the Thunder's team, um, and he is questionable tonight. So if he if he does not play tonight, the Thunder lose by thirty points. Um, there's wow. Really, there's really no debating it. So if if the injury report comes out after this podcast is over and you see that he's out, take Hawks uh, alternate spread minus thirty. What? Trust me. On that one. Trust 30. me. I don't even think that's going to be a possible option. Actually, there is. There's the uh, they call them the uh, the bands or something, the winning margin bands or something, and you, you can always take a team thirty plus points to win by. That you want the Hawks on that if SGA is out. Okay. Ooh. But uh, Ooh. Hawks are seven and one ATS at home, so they're fantastic at home. OKC are actually been playing pretty good this season. They're five and three ATS away, but uh, with, with just with the question marks around SGA playing and the Hawks tremendous being at home, I, I took the Hawks and the points. So I, I can already tell you how they're going to get those twelve points. Uh, Trey Young is going to have someone oh, within there. three feet of his personal space and uh, draw fouls all game. <laughs> Say he was offended. That they got so close to him and just fall to the ground. You cannot leave them alone, can you? You just... I can leave them alone. I Trey won't Young. leave him alone. <laughs> so, so are you taking the Thunder then? I'm taking the Hawks. No, I just explained how they're going to win. Oh, okay. So I know you hate Trey Young, so I thought maybe you were going yeah. the other direction. But you're saying... No, that's that's how they're going to win. Is he's going to draw all these fouls. Someone's going to get within three feet of him. It may even be four feet at this point. I'm not sure how close you have to get to him for him to fall to the ground. Knees get weak whenever he's around other people. So, so you never know. So you're saying he'll get some hometown calls and... Uh... Oh, you bet. Okay. All right. Maybe look at uh, an over on Trey Young points or uh, free throw <laughs> attempts according to our guy Connor here. Yeah. Uh, all right. 
this one this one should be easy connor timberwolves at pelicans timberwolves minus three the only thing i have in my notes is that the pelicans stink and that is it and uh timberwolves minus three minus three it should be minus 25 probably could get pretty good odds on that timberwolves have been smacking teams around if they win they win massive true why is it so low uh, well, because no one really trusts the Timberwolves yet. Why not? Vegas is a bunch of Pelican fans. <laughs> the the Pelicans. Night of people from New Orleans. You sound different, Diz. Did you do something? What? Okay, there you go. You're back. Um, the Pelicans just beat someone. I don't remember who they beat, but I think that's th- making people think that the Pelicans are decent. Um, but also the Timberwolves are wildly inconsistent. Um, they either beat teams by 30 or they lose a game they shouldn't. Um, and I think the Timberwolves probably aren't as good on the road as they are at home. So that's probably why that line's like that. But I still think Timberwolves take care of business. And when the Timberwolves are completely healthy, so that means Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, and D'Angelo Russell are all playing, uh, they're, they're a, a dangerous team, and they're all playing tonight. So... I uh, and Zion, he still hasn't seen the court yet for the Pelicans. So uh, you, you got to take the Timberwolves and the points here. All right, another one where I think me and Connor might differ. Magic at Bucks. Bucks thirteen and a half point favorites. This may have even moved up to fourteen and a half. I think I saw. Um, but uh, these teams played on Saturday, and the Bucks won by nine points. Um, it appears, based off my research, that the exact same players will be out and the exact same players are playing, and it's at the same place. They played at the Bucks on Saturday night. Um, the anomaly that I saw from that game on Saturday that makes me think this game may even be even closer is that the Bucks shot a higher percentage from three than their average. So if they revert back to the average for themselves um, from the three-point range, then, uh, you know, the, the nine might become more like a five or a six, and I think the uh, the Magic could cover this again, so I'm taking the Magic and the 13.5 points. Sorry, I got I got the Bucks. I know. I, again, I had to take the Bucks. Again, I can't really fault you for that. Um, I think me hitting that certified cover boy parlay with Diz on Friday has kind of got in my head a little bit, so I've been taking the bigger dogs. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, I'm not a big uh, basketball guy, but I like what the Bucks have been giving me as far as covering. <laughs> the Bucks are scratching Connor right where he itches. Yeah, I can't falter away from them. I get it. Hey, I get it. Um, this next one, Pacers at Bulls. The Bulls are getting one and a half, or minus one and a half at home versus the Pacers. And this is another line that has moved significantly without any injury news or updates. Uh, the Bulls, when I took them earlier, I got the Bulls at minus four and a half. Um, it is now down all the way to minus one and a half. Um, the Bulls have been a wagon this season, and uh, the Pacers have been hit or miss. Bulls, six and two against the spread at home. Pacers, four and seven against the spread away. I took this at four and a half, and I'm definitely taking it at one and a half. I agree. I also have this as a, a variation as part of a competition bet, but I don't want to give that away just we're, yet. We're, we're saving some bullets here, guys. We get we can't yeah. can't jump in too far. Um, 
another one that's moved, Suns at Spurs. Suns uh, getting or Suns minus five on the road. Um, the Spurs are three and three against the spread at home. Suns are four and two against the spread away. But the Suns are eight and three ATS in their last eleven, and the Spurs are one and five ATS in their last six. So I'm loving the Suns here. Give me the Suns and the five. I agree on this one. The Suns have steered me right, just like the Bucks. I'm taking the Suns. Well, yeah, and with the Suns being eight and three against spread their last eleven, if you took them in every single one of those, you still made a pretty good profit. Yep. So. Oh, this one. I know we differ on this one, Connor. Grizzlies at Jazz. Jazz minus ten and a half. Uh, Jazz five and three ATS at home. Grizzlies three and four ATS away. Our boy Dylan Brooks is out for the Grizzlies, um, and the game is at altitude, as some like to say over in Utah. Um, so I'm taking the Jazz and the points. Uh, hold on, let me verify. Uh, this one I don't remember. I'm pretty sure you said earlier you were on the Grizzlies. Hold on, let me verify. <laughs> I need to be a hundred percent sure on this. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because this is rough. I may have not even touched the game. That's probably the smart choice, to be honest. But, <laughs> uh... So the only note I was going to make on this, it doesn't look like I placed anything on this. Okay. Yeah, but uh, the Jazz has screwed me over a few times, and the Grizzlies are more inconsistent than the Timberwolves. So I I don't see a bet that I placed for it. I thought I may have taken Grizzlies in the points, but I since I don't have a bet, I'm going to stay away. Okay, there you go. Sorry to do that to you. It's fine, it's fine. I get it. This... Couldn't even flip a coin and have that decide. Like it's going to go the other way. I know it. Uh, Diz, are you driving right now? I'm not. Can you hop on YouTube and see if we're live real quick? Because I'm worried that I've messed up messed up a step since it's the first time trying to go uh, live on YouTube. I just want to make sure we're actually live on YouTube. Okay. Appreciate it, bud. Uh, final game in the NBA, and this one, this one, Connor. The 76ers at the Kings. The Kings are three-and-a-half-point home favorites. Um and, and this game, even though it could be a stinker, it's an interesting one for multiple reasons. Um, so the the Kings just fired their coach yesterday. Um, but the 76ers are without the MVP, possibly the MVP of the league, and their best player, Joel Embiid. So do you, do you lean Sixers or do you lean Kings, given that information? Sixers, all day. See, I, I went the other way. I went with the Kings, so... Uh, Why do you and, ask my opinion? Why do you ask? You already have your answer. I'm not. Don't ask me. I'm not asking you to sway <laughs> my opinion or our listeners' opinions. I'm just trying to see what your thought process is or what you were thinking. You know, this isn't like a dictatorship where I'm just going to say what I'm picking and then leave it at that. I, I, oh, you can do that. I, I want to know what the people <laughs> what the people are seeing. Um, uh, couple couple things here. So the 76ers are the exact opposite of the Suns for me. I have bet against the 76ers like every single time, and so I, I got to go with them this time. Maybe. Something's got to give. And point number number two, I wanted to say, I found it. I did take the Jazz, and uh, minus 11 is what I got them at. Okay. Okay. There you go. Love that. But that maybe the 76ers are your Houston Astros. 
my Houston Astros. Uh, Where no matter I, what side of their game you bet on, you lose. Yeah. I mean, I'd be fine with that. I, I'm not a 76ers fan. Right. I know I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. If you told me you can never bet on the 76ers, I'll be like, oh, too bad. <laughs> Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> but uh, Pat, we're not live. I know. I saw your comment. Um, I, I I went for it and added it. So apparently, even though I have a like a a stream set up on OBS and it was feeding into the YouTube studio, I have to hit go live on YouTube, even though I hit go live on OBS, which is ridiculous. But nonetheless, awesome. so you guys missed out on the video portion of the first half of this podcast, but it's fine. Um, but Connor, I think this Kings team has underperformed all season. And now that the coach is gone and out of the way, they don't have to worry about, you know, playing for his job or anything like that. They're just nothing to lose here. Um, so okay. I think, I think they play better and up to their potential. So I'm, I'm taking the Kings in this one. I'm sorry. You feel that way. I'm just kidding. Like I said, 76 is not a team that I'm like, <laughs> This is the team. This is the one you need to follow. Now, this this is also another game that I'm not super confident about, just like the Grizzlies one. Uh, but yeah, this that one could go either way. Well, that wraps up the NBA for tonight. So let's head to the ice, where I know this is what Connor's really been waiting for the whole time. I love it. All right, first game. Blue Jackets at Sabres. The Blue Jackets are minus 134 on the money line. Uh, Corpus Salo is in net for the Blue Jackets. He is their backup goalie. Um, 3.56 goals allowed per game with a .897 save percentage. Um, Dell is in the net for the Sabres. I believe he's actually their third string uh, goalie. He has 4.32 goals allowed per game with a .861 save percentage. So based off of that information alone, you know, it sounds like the goals should be flowing tonight in that game. Um, so we might look at the over. But uh, the Blue Jackets are 3-3 three and three away from home, and the Sabres are 5-3-1 and one at home. So I'm going with the Sabres. I mean, you get plus value with the Sabres. Sabres are a much better team at home. Um, but if you are interested in the over, the total has gone over in seven of the Blue Jackets' last eight games and six of Buffalo's last nine. So the, the trends lean towards the over in that game. Hammer it. What's that? This said hammer the over. Hammer it? Yeah. I agree. I am taking uh, Dunder Mifflin and Sabre. That's where we got to take it. Unbelievable. But I had to pick a team. Sabres. Sabres. All right. Easy. This next one, Golden Knights at Blues. The Blues are at home and are minus 156 on the money line. Uh, Leonard is in net for the Knights. He's got a 2.87 goals allowed per game and a .917 save percentage. And then Bennington is in net for the Blues. He's got a 2.85 goals allowed per game and a .912 save percentage. So they're pretty even in the goalies. Um but this, this, these next two are what sold it for me. Um, the Golden Knights are five and one in their last six games, and the Blues are one and five in their last six. So uh, we're gonna keep the hot streak going tonight. Give me the Golden Knights and another plus value pick. So taking the Golden Knights, 
I think that's an easy pick. They're the underdog. Not entirely sure why they're the underdog, but I like it. I'll take the uh, added value to it. Uh, so you, did you say you were taking the over as well on this? Nope. I, I, I thought about it, but, um, you know, the only over I'm probably looking at is that Sabres-Blue Jackets game. Okay. I would kind of glance at this one just because they're both close to uh, three goals allowed per game on average. Yeah, but I'm curious to what that over is. That over might be at six and a half. Um, uh, but also, the, the... Yeah. what? Yeah. The the Golden Knights are also getting healthy. Um, they're they're getting some people back from injury, and we all know that this Golden Knights team, when fully healthy, is one of the best in the league. Um, so I I really like the Golden Knights in this one. So it's still at a uh, five and a half. You can get that at minus 120. That's not bad. That's not bad. All right, this next one, I know we disagree on this one, Connor. This is the one we disagreed on, Ducks at Predators. The Predators are minus 150 at home. Uh, Soros is in net for the Preds. 2.46 goals allowed per game and a .919 save percentage. And then Johnny Gibson is in net for the Ducks. 2.31 2.31 goals allowed per game and a .926 save percentage. And like I said, this one was tough. Um, it was kind of a toss-up. Um, the Ducks, 3-2-2 two, and two away from home, and the Preds are 4-3 and three at home. And so really with a, be- with a toss-up like this, I just went with the better goaltender, so I went with the Ducks. Well, I did not go with the Ducks. I definitely went with the Predators. Uh, Ducks were good for me for one game, and then they just shattered my heart game after game after game so many times. So, predators have been consistent for me. i got to stick with the Predators. The over five and a half was plus value, and I think you just described it why both these tenders are pretty good. But uh, whenever the over five and a half is at plus value, you know I'm going to take that shit all day. There you go. you have a dog in this fight? I'm sure don't. Pucks on that, baby. <laughs> usually, Diz doesn't. Uh, if he goes for an over in a game, he usually doesn't bet the same game on any side of it. But I don't. Right. You know, it is what it is. Um, did you hold on? Did Did you take the over in the Golden Knights? No, I did not. Oh, okay. All right. The next game: Penguins at the Jets. The Jets are getting or minus one twenty-two at home. Uh, Jari is in net for the Penguins, 2.17 goals allowed per game and a .927 save percentage. Now, how do you say this name? Helbiak? Helbiak? I don't know. Whatever his name is, he's in net for the Jets. 2.63 goals allowed per game and a .918 save percentage. But there was one single stat that sold this game for me. And it's the fact that the Winnipeg Jets are 7-1-1 and at home. Uh, Penguins are 3-2-2 two, and two away, but uh, the Jets just don't lose at home. So I'll take the Jets at minus 122 on the money line. I think uh, the Jets have probably the best goalie in hockey. So I find it, I would find it hard to believe that the Penguins would come out and win with multiple goals. And I think the Jets are just going to hammer them. Were you also looking at the under in this game, Connor? 
Uh, what was, was that at five and a half? I, I don't think I've ever seen a hockey game go below five. Uh, yeah, I took the under, and the under is favored right now, under five and a half. I think uh, the only way this hits over is if the Jets go in like 6 0. Yeah. The Penguins. Just, just put it on. I don't think the Penguins are going to let them take it to the house. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yep. Okay. Um, the next one Senators at Avalanche. Avalanche, huge home favorites here at minus 375 on the money line. Gustavsen is in net for the Senators. I really got to get better at these goalie names. Um, but 3.01 goals allowed per game and a .915 save percentage on the season. And then Kemper is in net for the Avs. Uh, 2.549 goals allowed per game and a .915 save percentage, so identical save percentages between these two goalies. But the Avalanche are 4-2-1 at home compared to the Senators being 1-3-1 away. And then Sins, the Senators are 1-7 straight up in their last eight, whereas the Avalanche are 4-1 in their last five. So uh, I think we're, I believe we're both on the Avalanche minus 1.5 to get better value at minus 132. Yes, we are. And uh, another thing to mention is the Senators, this is their first game back after uh, the whole team had COVID. Good point. So something else to watch. They've been out for a week. Mm-hmm. The Avalanche has just been dominating teams for the past week. That's right. I forgot about that. They've been out for a week with COVID. First game back, and they have to travel to Colorado again at altitude. It, it may be a long, tough night for the uh, probably shorthanded Senators. I assume they still might be down some people recovering from COVID. Could be. So. And look, you know, I think the name was uh, Gustafson. Ah, not Gustavson. Gustav. <laughs> it, was, it was a valiant effort. So, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> At least you're trying. That's right. That's right. Um, and then is this the final game on the ice? It is uh, the Hurricanes at the Sharks. The Hurricanes are minus 162 on the money line. Now the Hurricanes are playing their backup goalie. His name is Ranta. Um, 2.27 goals allowed per game with a .906 save percentage. Reamer is in net for the Sharks with a 1.98 goals allowed per game with a .938 save percentage. So based off of those numbers there, you would look at maybe even the uh, under in that one. Um, but the Sharks are 3-3-1 three, three and one at home, but the Hurricanes are 8-1 and one away. So uh, we're rolling with the Hurricanes here. These are both very strong offenses. I find it... Oh, I think uh, both of their... Uh, Goals average per game is going to go up after this game. Assuming the Sharks can keep up with the Hurricanes, I'm also taking the Hurricanes in this. But both offenses are extremely good. Uh, know how to score, know how to go down ice really fast. But yeah, I got to go with Hurricanes on this. Sharks were very good at the beginning. They were uh, undefeated, one of the last few undefeated teams, along with the Panthers and Oilers early on. But uh, they have not been that consistent team ever since then. seems like they've lost so many games since. Yeah. Yep. And, Diz, isn't it true that historically the Sharks haven't been a very good hockey team? Yes. Connor was like, the Sharks, I thought they were going to be good this year because the way they started. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they just overperformed early on, and now they're kind of reverting back to the Sharks of old. They've had some playoff playoff runs, but they're historically not pretty good. 
To be fair, this is the first year I'm diving deep. Well, right, right, exactly. And that's kind of what I was telling you. And that's, you know, neither here nor there. But I was just, yeah. But uh, yeah. We, we got the Canes in that one. So there's our NBA NHL preview for tonight. Uh, again, let us know if you like it. Let us know if you don't. We can always go back to our old episode or we can keep doing it like this. Uh, just whatever you guys are feeling, let us know. That's that's the biggest thing. Is we, we can't make the show better if we don't know what you think about certain things. So um, let's get into the dumbest dummy competition and review what happened on Friday. Um, I went one and two. My guy, LaMelo Ball, came in clutch for me with the big hit. Um, Connor, how did you do? I went two and two. Uh my football Friday fell apart. I may have gone two and two in that. Once I saw one leg miss, I just stopped looking at it. Yep. So, yeah, I had one at a plus value that I hit and the other at minus uh, Chelsea one. So my source was good, even though they were strongly biased for the Chelsea team. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. And I'm sure everyone who watches soccer is like, well, yeah, why wouldn't you pick Chelsea? Like, yeah, <laughs> just like probably everyone thought you should pick Man United over Wolford, and then they lost 4-1, to and their coach got fired. So, yeah, uh, yeah tough times to be Man United. Diz, uh, I, I should say, how did my dumbest dummy competition bet go for you on Friday? It hit. It was a great pick, plus value, of course. Um, but I will just say Michigan State lost by 49. So uh, that is not great for your boy. And uh, I don't know what you're doing, but uh, if you cannot make that noise ever again, you were right. I was wrong. OH? No. Oh, man. I was really hoping to get an IO out of someone, but that's okay. I'm not an Ohio State fan, but I was wildly correct. So we'll move on and leave it at that. Um, so in the competition at this point, I am up 7.49 units. Connor's up 8.77 units, and Diz is up 4.21 units. So we're all we're, we're all up, we're all positive, um, and we're all right right there. We're all right there to fight. All right, do you want me to go first in my competition, best? Does anyone else want to take the floor? and send it okay this first one well these first two we're going to the nba and we're actually going to the same game for both of these bets we're looking at the magic bucks game now this first one plus 950 i'm going my boy mo bamba first basket uh shout out to my guy shaq west for a banger of a song if this one hits tonight we're listening to it all night long now, he wins the tip 65% of the time. And yes, Mo Bamba does the tip off, and I'm still picking him to get the first basket. He wins the tip 65% of the time compared to the person who he is going up against wins it 38% of the time. So advantage Mo Bamba there. And these, got, these teams played on Saturday. Mo Bamba won the tip on Saturday. So we're going there. Now, Mo does not take a lot of first attempts. However, he is tied for first on the team in first-team field goals and first-game field goals this season. And the icing on top of the cake here, boys, the Bucks have given up the most first-basket goals to centers. Out of all the positions, they give up first-baskets to centers more than any other position. So give me 
Mo Bamba first basket. Now, we're staying in this game. We're going on the other side of the court. We're going Grayson Allen, five plus three-pointers tonight at plus 590. Um, I, again, I'm very clearly attacking this Bucks versus Magic game, uh, but this is a good value pick. Uh, when they played on Saturday, Allen hit four threes and went four for 11 from three-point range. He is averaging 42% from three this season. If he shoots 11 three-pointers again, and then goes keeps his percentage at that same rate, he, he would end up hitting five threes with with some rounding involved. But, you know, it is what it is. It's I might be a bit of a stretch here, and I might be reaching a bit, but uh, I think it's good value here nonetheless. And then my final competition bet here, I'm going to the NFL game. I am going Evan Ingram, first touchdown scorer at plus 1,800. Yes, I know, Connor. You're giving me that look like, what the heck are you doing? But we did talk like We did talk about it. Evan Ingram has been become a big portion of the Giants' offense. All we need is the Giants to uh, get the ball first, and uh, we might have a chance. Um, again, this is a pure value pick for me. I mean, plus 1,800 for someone that scores quite often for the Giants. Um, I, I love that. Um, Ingram has gotten a touchdown in two straight games. Uh, he's clearly a favorite target for Jones, and then just getting this at plus 1,800 is just fantastic value for a, a, a player of his caliber and skill. So Evan Ingram, first touchdown score. Got some good value tonight, Connor. All right. I can see, you, plus value. I can see you're shaking in your boots over there. Oh, yeah, you know me. Uh, what was the uh, – I know I saw it today. What's your record on bets – uh, six and 20, maybe. Ooh, shaking in my boots. Six and 20, but I'm still only down to you by 1.3 units. So, right. Heard a lot of 0 and 3 nights. Just saying. That is true. That is, is true. it looking like another <laughs> one? <laughs> no, I'm going to go 3 and 0 and shock the world tonight. I do want to shout out Diz on having the best record. In this competition, maybe not the best value in the 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 most units up, but you are eleven and eleven. Last I saw, the only one going five hundred or better. Wow, I appreciate that shout out. That makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, but one of those is my pick. So I mean, he agreed with you and took it. Over the pick, I'm I never had. choosing you again, Pat. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, Connor, what's your uh, competition bets for tonight? All right, I'm taking it to the basketball court for three of my picks, and then the ice for one of my picks. So it was talked about earlier: uh, Avalanche minus one and a half versus Senators. I said that first thing when I got into work this morning. You did. Yep. So. I was like, you should hammer this big time, especially since the Senators this is going to be their first game back. And I didn't even think about the Colorado aspect of it until uh, another coworker of ours had mentioned that later in the day. So I think that's going to be an easy one. Got that at minus 138. Okay, basketball. Uh, easiest one. I took the Timberwolves minus two and a half versus the Pelicans. We already discussed that. Uh, Valley, we get that at minus 110. Uh, Suns 
I had them at minus six versus the Spurs. I believe it's come down to minus five and a half. So basically the same thing. Uh, minus uh, 106. Last one. And I had mentioned this. The Bulls versus the Pacers. So the line is at minus two right now. I'm taking an alternate spread of what I took them at this morning. Uh, minus five and a half. And we're looking at uh, plus 150. Wow. So I wanted to get some better value plus odds. I wanted to be more like Diz and had a lot more of these hit, try and break even or better. There you go. WWDD, what would Diz do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh-oh. The, the Hawks-Thunder game just... Uh... The betting on its locked. I wonder if they just announced that SGA is out tonight. Well, I do want to mention the. I try uh, to say his name while you're at it. Nope, I'm good. I do want to say for the WWDD, we already know what Diz would do, and he would take the over five and a half. Exactly. That, that is true. That is true. Exactly. I Diz. Uh, oh, yep. Yeah, look at that. SGA is out tonight. And I hope you guys were live and you took it. Now I gotta look and see what I can get the Hawks thirty plus at tonight. But <laughs> we nailed that one, Connor. We were all over that one. Oof. All right, Diz, what do you got for your best bet? All right, I gotta be quick and then I gotta sign off. But I got Ducks Preds over five and a half. I. Uh... You you touched it briefly, just plus value at a five and a half. I'm I'm taking it. Then I'm teasing NBA Hornets up to ten and a half, Cavs up to eleven and a half, and Rockets up to eighteen. So all underdogs, six point teaser. Give that to me, and then a same game parlay to get some value. Bucks minus six and a half, over forty four and a half. Gronkowski anytime touchdown scorer, and then Daniel Jones over twenty one and a half rushing yards. The guy always pops. Uh, on prime time with his legs because he can't pass. That was Bingo. a That's lot it. of information. You're gonna have I to, got a roll. You're going to have to text that to us because there's no way we caught any of that. Sure thing. But uh, I have some formation of that same game parlay in my Hail Mary same game parlay, so it feels good to know we're kind of riding together on some of these. Hell yeah. Deuces, boys. Good pod. See you Wednesday, Diz. Yes, sir. Okay. the green The green monster is gone. It is just us. Um, so I guess that leaves us for the best bets, Connor. All right. It's 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 what we say goes. So anything can happen, right? Yeah. Very well, true. We, we kind of already t- – well, first off, as a group, we are down 2.29 units. We had a tough, tough night on Friday. Um, but that's okay. We'll, we'll get it back. Um, so I think – we said we want the Bulls at whatever spread it's at right now. Is it at two right now? Yeah, it's at minus two. Okay, so I, I is it minus one ten? Uh, minus one eighteen now. Yeah, I we'll take that. Um, They're about to shift it. Also, that uh, that line for the Hawks is now up to thirteen. Um, I'm yep. I'm taking the Hawks plus thirty one at plus nine hundred. Oof. Oof. That's not a best bet. That's not a competition bet. That's just a me thinking, calling my shot. Uh, and with SGA being out, the Hawks are going to win by more than 31 points. 
the confidence you seem to have with this. Could be my downfall, but that's that's what I'm going with. You did 31 and a half? Well, no, no, no. It's so they're they're called like uh, uh, running margin bands. Okay. And, and if you see, uh, you hit uh, show all or whatever. If you go down to Atlanta Hawks thirty one plus, it's at plus nine hundred. I'm, I'm calling it, man. I'm calling it. But anyways, we like the uh, we like the Bulls. Um, we also do. Do we want to do uh, Sabers? Blue Jackets over. I have that listed over five and a half and minus one ten. And then do I have a pen somewhere? I need to write these down. Do you want to touch on the football game at all for this? We can. Are you saying as the best bet or just talk about it in general? Uh, well, we didn't really talk about it at all. I don't know. Well, there might not be anything to talk about because it's just going to be. Well, so here's the thing. So Giants at Buccaneers. Um, Giants are getting so Giants 11 are and eleven and a half point underdogs, which seems yeah. like a lot. And you think the Buccaneers would cruise, but I heard a bunch of uh, trends that actually state that the Giants should cover this game. I actually am glad to hear that because I have Giants in the points that I took uh, for uh, Football Friday. I took. As it wasn't one of my football Friday picks, but I did make this pick on Friday. So um, I I would lean taking the uh, Giants in the point. Would you take the Giants money line? No, I would absolutely not. <laughs> that was not part of the deal, Connor. <laughs> I thought you were a Danny Dimes fan. I I don't mind Danny Dimes. I I like what he does with his legs, but uh, I don't know that I trust his arm. Even when he's running with no one around him and falls at the five-yard line, you like what he does with his legs? Hey, he just got to get more than, like, 25 rushing yards, and we'll call it a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about... Uh... So I see two boosts on here for the game. I see one-plus touchdown scored in each quarter. I don't like that. I don't like either team to score a touchdown? Okay. Uh, Tom Brady to pass for 250-plus, and Leonard Fournette to have a touchdown. If I were to choose one of those two boosts, I would choose that second one. Okay. That one I did go with. Uh, first one I did not. Uh, it could be like quarter three that no one scores. Right. You just never know, right? And, yeah. and I think there might be some rain early on in this game, so maybe the conditions aren't great at the start of the game, and so they, there's no touchdown scored in that first quarter, and then once the conditions clear up a little bit then they start scoring in bunches but yeah I, I i don't like that one mr weatherman i always forget to think about the weather for these games you, you know i live for the weather <laughs> this is this is prime weather under season you you, you should do those uh you should do those pools that they have on DraftKings for where you pick the weather in like different states <laughs> and whatnot what you think is going to be the over under like 65 degrees and oh yeah like georgia yeah <laughs> it's electric who, who says no so are we going with do we have another best bet or are we just rolling with two I feel better about three okay um, you want to go Timberwolves minus whatever versus the Pelicans in oh yeah definitely oh man I wasn't even thinking about that one let's do it Okay. Timberwolves. so Timberwolves Bulls and then over in the Sabres 
Blue Jackets game. You got it. Good Timberwolves deal. are minus three, you said? Yeah, uh, let me see what they're currently at. Uh, I see minus three. Yep, minus three. Minus 110, all right. Gotcha. Lock it in. Lock. All right, Connor, I got two Hail Mary parlays for you. Do you want the multi-sport or do you want the Hail Mary same game parlay? Uh, let's do same game, but I briefly looked at them, but do not recall what they were. I know I just glanced over it, so. So first off, is it, is it $10? It is. It is $10, but it is risk-free on FanDuel. Usually I do this on Thursday night. I didn't this week, so I saved it for Monday night. So I do have a $10 risk-free on FanDuel. It is to win $1,762.61. One of these is going to hit someday, Connor. All right. I'm glad I guessed that amount. <laughs> I was telling you I didn't look at it because I thought you were going to have a guess. <laughs> for some reason, I thought you just meant the uh, the legs of it. I, I didn't realize that you meant the value. That's on me. We'll get you. <laughs> we'll get you for the multi-sport. All right. All right. So it's the Buccaneers Giants game, like we said earlier. So we got Mike Evans over sixty-four and a half receiving yards. Gronk, he is officially playing over thirty and a half receiving yards. Playoff Lenny, my boy Leonard Fournette, over twenty-six and a half receiving yards, and over sixty-four and a half rushing yards, and an anytime touchdown. Lenny is going to eat tonight. And then Gronk, also anytime touchdown. Diz mentioned that on his. I do think Gronk scores tonight. Uh, Danny Dimes, over 22.5 rushing yards. That was another leg that Diz also had. And then I also like Tom Brady, over half a rushing yard. He just has to get positive yards on a rush and then not knee it enough times to get back to the zero. We're, we're in this dangerous territory again. But I, 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 yeah, I, I don't have any, any response. I, I'm doing it again over half a rushing yard. You didn't learn your lesson. Last time it was like three and a half, and he got to like four or five, and then needed three times to get under that. I'm hoping he just busts one for like ten yards tonight, and then we can sleep easy. Well, he's good for a few QB sneaks typically in a game. So. Right, right. That's all it takes. Like a fourth, like a fourth and one, or a you know, on the goal line, just a, a nice little quarterback dive, get him that one yard. Mm -hmm. Hey, get a couple of those and we're set. Yeah. He's a, uh, I think they said the best QB sneak quarterback in the NFL. So there you go. Who says no? Uh, betters in Vegas. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. They want your money. All right, uh, now we have the Hail Mary multi-sport parlay of the day. It's with the two sports we talked about today, NBA and NHL. Connor, to give you a heads up, it is 10 legs, uh, six in the NBA, four in the NHL. Uh, what, what, are you, uh, what are you feeling? Uh, are we looking at 3,200? Oh, gosh, that's a lot. It is just it's a lot? 3,200? The ten. Yeah, it's been two grand. It's been four grand. But but like, that that was ten dollars to win seventeen hundred, and now this one is just one dollar. And you're saying thirty two hundred? No, no, no. I I know your same game was seventeen hundred. I'm talking about the last two times you had a one dollar bet. Uh, 
Because I know you gave Diz crap for guessing two grand, and you're like, no, not even close. It was four, and now it's only $500? What are you doing? I know. It is $1 to win $559.30. But hey, the the slate tonight's not big. There's not a lot going on. So uh, I went with my more confident picks. Um, so we'll start in the NBA with six. We got Wizards minus four versus the Hornets. Nets minus seven and a half versus the Cavs. Yes, that line moved that much for no reason. Uh, Timberwolves minus three and a half versus the Pelicans. Bulls minus four and a half versus the Pacers. Suns minus six and a half versus Spurs. And Jazz minus ten versus the Grizzlies. And then we got the on the ice. We got Golden Knights money line versus the Blues. Jets money line versus Penguins. Avalanche minus one and a half versus Senators. And finally, Hurricanes money line versus the Sharks. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, it's coming. Uh, yeah, it's, it's you're either hot or you're due, and I I hate to say it, but I think we're due. Yeah. Uh, all right, Connor, anything you need to get off your chest before we get out of here? I have something that I do want to get off my chest and talk about, but we'll, I'll let you go first if you have anything. Okay. Uh, I've been harsh, very harsh and critical of the Philadelphia Eagles, and they came out and just laid it on the Saints. They came out swinging. Jordan Howard had himself a game. Sanders needed to grab some bench for a little bit. That dude could not hold on to the ball in his own red zone. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad to see we're running the ball a lot more. Uh, all three running backs got a huge piece of it. I'm sorry, my man, Kenny G. Couldn't suit up for the game. We already had three running backs out there. Sad to see that. Uh, I hope it's not the end of Kenny G, but it very well could be. I had mentioned once uh, Sanders gets healthy, it's going to be very difficult to push someone aside on this team, especially since Howard did especially well these past three games. So sad to see, but the Eagles did great. Uh, don't give Hertz too much airtime under the ball. Three rushing touchdowns yesterday. Yeah, see? He should move it with his legs. I'm Tri- talking about. Triple option. I still yeah. think we should go back to that. Let's not, <laughs> let's not count that out, but... Uh... That that was exactly what I was going to talk about. I was going to say, are the Eagles and the Colts are they uh, are they good? Are they for real? Are we are, are we ready to classify that? I think you have to have more than a uh, two game winning streak to uh, call it a little more than that. That's fair. That's fair. Now, I, I do I did hear this on Hammer Don today, and this is really juicy, and I'm curious at what you think about it. So if you me take, really, so if you take the Patriots, the Colts, and the Eagles all to win their division right now, you can get plus 17,000 17, odds on that. I know, I know you're thinking Cowboys, Titans, Bills, but the Patriots are leading their division. Yeah, not, not so much thinking the Bills. The Colts just beat the Bills, and the Titans just lost to the Texans. Um and then, you know, the Eagles have looked better of late. The Cowboys have lost two straight. You know, it, it, for that value, is it is it worth taking that as a flyer? I mean, almost, right? The one that worries me the most. Well, which one do you think worries me the most? I, I think the Eagles one worries me the most. The Colts one worries me the most because you've played the Titans twice. Correct, correct. The Eagles so, still have to play the Cowboys. Twice again, or just once? Just one more time. Okay. So they could split 
which would make it a lot easier for the Eagles to make the playoffs than it would the Colts. Correct. The Colts have to win out, and the Titans, don't they have to lose out? No. Or no. close to it? You, you keep saying that, but... So the, the Colts are two games back from the Titans, but we would have to take the lead over the Titans. So we, we would have to win three games where they lose three games. Okay. Which isn't great considering we don't play them anymore. Right. Uh, so And if they have division games left, I would assume that they could handle the Jaguars and the Texans fairly well. The Colts or the Titans? Titans. Well, both teams, but you don't want the Titans to beat them. The Titans just lost to the Texans, so. Well, they have another game, don't they? I don't know. I, I don't know who the Titans have played and who they haven't played, but okay. still, you would think, though, if the Titans lost to the Texans by as bad as they did, that the Texans might be able to handle them again. But And the Jaguars, the Jaguars are almost a sneaky good team. Not good. Good's not the right term. A uh, A sneaky decent team. Let's leave it at that. Sneaky bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. They're, they're bad. <laughs> I'll say it. They're terrible. <laughs> That's okay. But There's a reason we send them to London every year. <laughs> fair. Very fair. But that was just something I wanted to throw your way. Yeah. Uh, I, I know the Eagles have uh, two games against the Giants still, two games against Washington still, then the Buccaneers and... The Cowboys one more time. So, I mean, it looks like a much easier road for the Eagles uh, up front. I'm not sure how much of the uh, uh, schedule is tough for the Cowboys still. But I'm hoping it's a little more rough down the road for them from an Eagles fan perspective. But since I have them winning the division, I kind of also would like for them to win so that money on it. But either way, I'd be fine with it. Okay. All right. Good deal. All right. Thank you all for listening. As we mentioned earlier, with it being a weird Thanksgiving week, we will have a show tomorrow. It'll more than likely be just me. It'll be a really, really short episode. I'll give you a rundown of my picks for the night and all that good stuff. Um, but then Wednesday. Wednesday is that 100th episode spectacular. You're going to want to make sure you're watching, listening on Wednesday. So uh, just... Uh, keep an eye out for that one. So uh, thank you all for listening and I will see you all tomorrow.